Welcome to another Welcome in real time podcast. From digital palatial studios located near Houston, Texas, what? it's the in wheel time car talk show. Did you like that? I did. I did, I did that just for you. Yeah, Robert's looking around like, where? where yeah, the, digi- <laughs> the, 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 the did, did you like it? Dil- digital and palatial. Did, 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 did. Well, I, th- I think I think <laughs> our sergeant's going to call because you just call this place the DPS, the digital palatial seat studio. S- studio DPS. Okay, well, only you would come up with that. <laughs> just ahead, more informative, entertaining, and enlightening car talk with the boys. Had a chance to drive the stunningly gorgeous 2022. Lexus LC500. I'll give you my thoughts on it. We'll also have the cruise in calendar, and later Conrad has this week in auto history just ahead on the NWL Time Car Talk Show. Thanks for joining us today. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zekin and our in studio guest today, Robert B. McIntyre, right. with his 1970 Chevrolet Corvette 454 convertible, which four I'll speed. be driving soon. Four speed. With four speed, yeah. Four speed. Yeah. Four on the floor. Have you ever looked into how many of those were made? Uh, no, I haven't. There's, there's, uh, Corvette did a very good job. Chevrolet did a very good job of, of uh, recording data on production numbers. So it's out there. Somebody, somebody could yeah. probably tell you that, you know, in 1970, X number of right. 454 four-speed verts were made. They're, they're probably it, not very many. Google. They're making it pretty easy now. You can send in your VIN number, mm-hmm. and they'll look it up. Let you know. Have you done that? Uh, not yet. Why not? Well, I, I had uh, I had the neighbor's brother. How long have you had the car? <laughs> you had the neighbor's brother. Twenty five years. Yeah. He's only had it twenty five years. I know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll get to it. It's got <laughs> something fine. to do yeah. now. So that's going to be on the man. Monday to do. That's Come it. On. That's it. Rusty West is the CEO of Market Scan, and uh, he's going to talk to. We had a story <clears throat> earlier in the show uh, about the cost of cars, the cost of Interest rates, the, which is going up, thank you, by minute by minute, and uh, the cost of new car payments. And um, Rusty, hey, thanks so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. I've been sitting here watching the ping pong match between you guys, and it seems like a lot of fun to be on this show. <laughs> yeah, so well, it's, it's an Olympic event. <laughs> We've never had it called that before, yeah. but that's very apropos. Well, we're thinking about uh, applying for an Olympic event uh, license, yeah. as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that you are the money guy, and uh, we can also talk about rebates, incentives, that sort of stuff, if there are any anymore. Are there any rebates out there? Are there incentives? There's some. Uh, there's not anywhere near as many as there were when supply was higher, right? You know, right. The, the laws of supply and demand are just dictating. So uh, when there's not that many cars, they don't have to put money on the trunks of the cars to sell when the manufacturers aren't submitting. Well, I did see a commercial, and it's been running for several weeks now, at least up to this point, that Ram was offering uh, uh, not a rebate per se, but low 0% interest for 72 months or something like that. That's a deal these days. It is, but it's not being taken advantage of. There's uh, there's a very interesting dynamic in the space that I've never seen before, and I've been doing this since September of 1988. Mm. I, I tell everybody I'm the new guy, right? But 30-something years of seeing what's going on in the market. And these special programs with the 0% financing, they can't the rate can't be marked up to make additional paid reserve or additional profit at the store. So most of the time, they're not even being offered to the consumer, right? Um, right. It, which is, you know, 
kind of crazy. We've done a lot of work with some of the manufacturers and trying to kind of help find that balance between the dealer customer and the consumer customer, right? Because See, and I and, both, right? And I worked for Oldsmobile at one point, and they had zero interest and had nothing to do with the finance rate. Yeah, nobody wanted to buy it. Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, nobody right. wanted to buy it. Listen to Jeff. <laughs> well, but you've got to be like a you've got to have like a real high credit rating or bullet. You got to be a bullet to get that incentive, don't you? Right. You're not going to be a second chance person that they're going to give this incentive to. Yeah, Rusty, what is what is market scan? What do you guys do? We're an automotive payment as a service provider. So kind of in a nutshell, we're, we aggregate a massive amount of data, everything that has to do with all the different lending institutions, you know, the parameters, policies, and factors that uh, apply to the transactions, all the manufacturers, rebates, incentives, all the information on the vehicles, um, all the municipalities, taxes, uh, DMV fees, all that kind of stuff. And then also all the terms and conditions under which the dealerships are willing to transact. So, uh, we're in about 10,000-ish rooftops. We calculate a little over 250 million payments a day. And uh, we get to see a lot of stuff that's going on in the market. Wow. So, obviously, you've got your uh, you got your fingers on the pulse of uh, car buying. Every across, day. Every day, yeah. So, uh, what do you see as, well, it's kind of a catch-22. I mean, the price of cars going through the roof, and now uh, it's costing... 5.7% now uh, for uh, interest rates, and it go- goes higher every day, it seems. Yeah, and, and, and that's on average, right? I mean, so which means to tell you that, you know, some people got much lower rates, and also on the other side, you got these big rates. Uh, um, the, the world's a mess right now. The automotive space is, is an absolute mess, and uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, we're seeing an awful lot of uh, really kind of crazy transactions. No, it's not, it's not just that you're paying you know, five, six, seven percent on the loan. Consumers are paying over window sticker for a vehicle and some dealers won't even sell them the vehicle if they don't buy the aftermarket products. You know, the extended warranty, the tire and wheel accident and health and all this kind of stuff and all that's being marked as well. But so yet- it's creating a whole generation of buyers who are uh, very rapidly coming up to a repossession situation because they're over their head. Well, that, uh, yeah, because they're going to be upside down for fifty months on a sixty-month loan. Sixty-five months, I think, is the right answer on that one. When they're paying some of so, these things, but yeah, that's that's a that's another big issue that's coming. So, how do the financial institutions deal with over sticker sales? Does that have to be covered in the down payment amount, or are the financial companies going to go ahead and finance that over sticker sale? Yeah, that is a fantastic question. So, thank you. There's a bit of a balance, right? The lending institutions have their guardrails. You know, they, they won't they won't loan three hundred grand on the new Honda Accord, right? But a lot of them will own will loan one hundred and five, one hundred ten, one hundred fifteen, even one hundred twenty percent of MSRP wow. on that new vehicle. Uh, and then, which you know, they call that the max advance, um, or on a, on a loan they call it LTV loan of value. So we're seeing a, a lot of that. And then the ones that are being sold much more over that. There's a you know, larger down payment is required, but yeah, there, there's a lot of loans out there on vehicles that are where the balance is way, way higher than the value of the vehicle. And then the struggle of extending terms because seeing, you know, uh, 72, 84, you know, 96 month terms. I don't know how many people are doing 96. I think 84 has become more popular than it should be. 
Um, yeah, eight, 84 is the new 66, it's, which is, um, uh, I think, is unhealthy for the industry, right? You know, when you're, you're putting a customer in a car, they're going to be upside down in that car long after the warranty's expired. And, you know, uh, and you don't have an opportunity to really see that customer again. You know, for a similar payment, you can lease the car for three years. It's a much better solution. And then three years from now, the world is going to be completely different than it is today. I, mean, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but things have to normalize because they always do. Um, then, you know, your customer can end up probably driving a lot more vehicle for the same payment or drive a similar vehicle and have a lower payment. So you're sure. saying it'd probably be better if you're in the market for a new car, at least for this new car, to uh, lease the car and wait another three years. You got your fixed rate and all that. Is that what you're saying? 100%. 100%. And we're starting to see an uptick in leasing, um, at least payments being quoted for leasing already. And uh, I think that's going to, uh, I think it's going to really ramp up here in about 12 to 14 months. There's, uh, there's kind of a big wave coming of consumers that got to get out of their vehicles. Um, and a lease is a much better way of handling negative equity than the finance. But don't the same market forces affect leasing, you know, over sticker sales, so they're selling over sticker, and then you still have the residual value is, I'm assuming, truly based on sticker, um, you know, and, and, and the imbalance that happens when the vehicle is sold over sticker to the residual, so that's going to push your lease payment up too. Yeah, but finance payments are higher than they've ever been. I mean, we're seeing lately, what did they say? It was a 14% or something that are over 1000 bucks a month, right? That's crazy. That so um, if you're going to have that kind of payment, you know, you, you can get a similar payment on a lease, um, on a much shorter term lease. Uh, so you are still got the same, you know, budgetary planning or whatever is the same out of pocket, but it's a short storm as opposed to a long storm that you're just stuck in. You know, and then you give it back to the bank and, you know, then you just you paid your dues for three years as opposed to seven or eight. So let, let me make sure I understand this for what you're saying. So if I'm looking at a hundred thousand dollar car, because I don't believe this will happen on a 30 or 40 or 50 thousand dollar car. But if I'm looking at a hundred thousand dollar car, if I got to put 20 percent down to the lending finance or whoever I'm going through, you know, that's 20,000 I got to put in. And if it's selling for 20 over the sticker. Then that's another twenty, so that's forty. I gotta have. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so use your example: hundred thousand dollar car. If a lending institution says, "Okay, we'll go one hundred and ten percent of MSRP for a loan of value," they'll finance one hundred ten thousand bucks, right? So, if you got to pay one twenty for it, you're putting ten thousand dollars down plus whatever you know taxes and fees and stuff. Yeah. So, so it's not like you got to have forty thousand dollars plus that. Um, and the, we okay. see the, uh, very, very similar advanced policies on leases that we do on finance. It's, it's, the, it's the same appetite for pain, if you will, that the lending institutions have, whether it's a lease or a finance. Um, it's just it's a different structure. I mean, you can almost look at a lease kind of like a balloon note transaction. The math is very similar, uh, and except for you're just not responsible for the balloon. If the vehicle doesn't have that value, you just turn it back into the bank. So do you see the future short-term future is being a bit of a finance bubble that's going to pop and a lot of these financial institutions are just going to get stuck with these cars because people are going to just turn them back in like the old housing market exactly yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm, it sounds like well if you're talking about um uh, repossession type finance or, correct, or uh, correct. Repos- yeah yeah so, yeah that's we're going to see the largest wave of repossessions we've ever seen um i've got a a, a buddy of mine who owns a 
official police garage. He's got like 60 uh, towing trucks, right? Um, pretty interesting guy. And he's, he's in this, uh, was just at a trade show and they were talking and there's a couple of big, big companies that have contracts with the lending institutions for repossessing vehicles. And the lenders are giving them pressure to go double the size of their fleet by additional vehicles oh. to be able to account for the, or, or accommodate this volume that's coming, right? And they're like, okay, well, you know, these tow trucks are really expensive. Mm-hmm. I think I gotta, somebody's got to go buy 20, 30, 40 of these things. What happens if these repossessions don't come, right? Then <laughs> they get repossessed. Exactly. They get repossessed. But the other side to it is, you know, it's... It's do you or don't you? How do you find the balance? Because if they don't have the vehicles, they can't fulfill the obligations of contracts. And now, like, okay, well, you know, it's it's a mess. So uh, it's it's the weirdest time I've ever seen in the space. And, we're you know, as soon as all these repossessions and stuff happen, then we have volume, right? We have uh, supply of used vehicles, right? See, What's a used vehicle worth if it's been repossessed? You know, only the market's going to tell us that, right? It's almost like having a bad Carfax. Um, but the more of them there are, then the value is going to go down. And the people who still have them are making their payments are going to be way upside down. Right. right? And then as new vehicles come in, used vehicle values are going to plummet because when the supply comes up on the on the new vehicles, there'll be subvention programs. Interest rates are coming up. So the manufacturers are going to have to do something to find that balance to sell these cars as they start trickling in. And the value of a used car is based on. Um, what it costs to get a new car. Nobody wants to pay $100 a month more for a used car than they can for a brand new one. Right. So, yeah, it's it's all kinds of wacky. You you had indicated that uh, Dodge is making the 0% interest. Uh, is that just one lending institution, or are there other and lending institutions that compete with each other to get that business through Dodge? Yeah, that was a, um, a Chrysler Financial product for Ram trucks. Um, so and, it's their in-house. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they, the captive, they call it, right? Gotcha. So it's a captive lender. Um, we're seeing some. Uh, 0% is very, very aggressive. We see a lot of 0.9% financing programs, um, but they're not being taken advantage of. The take rate on them across the board is less than 20%. Mainly because the dealer them. can't make money on it. The dealer can't make money on it. They're not offering. Right. Exactly correct. Wow. Well, what's it going to do with wholesale used car prices when somebody is paying? $20,000 over MSRP, and, uh, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the car now. Now I'm totally upside down in it. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Why would somebody do that to themselves? Because <laughs> they so, can. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, people want to feel good, right? You know, you get, you get feel goods as adults. You buy a house or, you know, you get married, you have kids, you buy a house, Three times. you buy a car. <laughs> Right. So that dynamic is still wanting to, uh, you know, get a vehicle is there. <laughs> you guys are nuts. This is fantastic. So, so, <laughs> so, so but, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask. So, so I've bought this hundred thousand dollar car and, and I'm upside down in it. And I say, okay, I've had it. I can't deal with this. I'm going to let it go back to the bank. So the bank gets it back with me owing $90,000 on this car. So now, I mean, they've got to do something with it. But if the market only says it's an $80,000 car now because of the new and all the changes that go on it, so the bank is going to write off 10000 Gap insurance doesn't cover that. Yeah, so I, I think um, you're thinking correctly, but I think your math is off. I think that $100,000 car, there might have been a $115,000 balance on it, and it's worth seventy. Right. Okay. So, okay. okay. So, so, and that's that's what I think is going to be the norm, right? As things 
as things start to shift, which they always do, used car values are going to plummet. So these vehicles are going to be massive losses. Um, and, you know, it's it sucks, but it's just it's one of those things that happens. And uh, we're going to see lending institutions, I think, that may not be here in three years because of these massive losses. Wow. So with that, with, with the lending, the 0%, the uh, uh, tow trucks and all the repo people, I think we should start an auction because they're going to end up at an auction somewhere. <laughs> mm. They're going to be rolling through. The in-wheel time auction. There you go. Yeah. So do you, yeah. do you see the car business returning to what it was three years ago? What part of the country are you in right now? Where are you sitting? Uh, I'm in California for like about an hour. Um, okay. so, uh, we just moved. We just moved to Austin. I was listening to you guys oh. bitch about the roads in Houston. Come to California. It's a paved motocross yeah. track here. Well, <laughs> stay stay well, tuned next week. We're going to do a story. But, on but that. you know the days of and here in Houston, the days of a dealer having fifteen hundred units in inventory yeah. aren't go. Do you think that's going to return, or do you think that's a thing of the past? I think it's going to be some middle ground. Um, there are millions and millions of vehicles that have been manufactured that are sitting in storage lots waiting for ECUs. They're right. just waiting for chips. And the chips are waiting for a little bitty cheap, no-profit chips from chip manufacturers. That's why they're not focused on them. Mm-hmm. But that's billions and billions of dollars worth of inventory. And manufacturers, I don't think, are just going to say, okay, we'll just let that stuff go away. I think when they do have the ability to deploy those, they're going to get deployed rapidly. And then the supply and demand Dynamics would be 180% flipped. Everything's going to get wrecked for a little bit. And then I think what we're going to see is that um, instead of having a 90-day supply, we might have a 45-day supply or something like that. But, um, but yeah, we're going to have vehicles on lots. This uh, It's not sustainable the way it is, and it's destroying the consumer's ability to continue to get new vehicles because, because of what we've been talking about. And, well, and, then, and then compounding the fact of, you know, a lot of these stores or have pretty large used car inventories and when the used car prices crash you're going to see a lot of those used cars used car operations are going to have to write off the difference of that um that's going to be painful and probably lose some of them in the in the process exactly and new and new car dealers you know there's a lot of there's a new car a lot of new car franchises out there right now that are doing two three four hundred used units a month Mm -hmm. and 15 20 new because they don't have much uh you know, much access to inventory. And if you're in your, if you're in your used vehicle inventory and you're underwater, you know, it's, it's time to get rid of it. First bath's always the warmest on those. They don't keep going up. Used cars always go down unless there's something crazy and exotic. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to, that's going to create a lot of pain for a lot of dealers as well. Rusty, we learned a lot today. Thank you so yeah. much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, hey, welcome to Texas. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot. And you guys are a fun Fun crew. I appreciate you well, having me on Well, your show. thanks. We're looking forward to the family barbecue invitation coming our way, I guess, uh, uh, either in the fall or the, the spring. I'm not exactly sure. And you're always it's, welcome it's, here. Housewarming. It's, it's, it's end of Thursday, so we'll just see you at my house. All right. <laughs> Take care, brother. Good to talk thanks. to you. Rusty West, CEO of Market Scan. Good information. Yeah, yeah it's very good information. All right. Time now for this hour's car review. Woohoo. Uh, but let's. Let's do. Let's Talking do, about hundred thousand dollar cars. Yeah, 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 we are. Uh, let's talk the cruise in calendar first, because there's cruise in calendar is getting filled. Yep. So um, next weekend is uh, Cypress Cars and Coffee, uh, and that's off of uh, two ninety uh, t- uh, twenty seven two forty 
290 up in Cyprus, which is the Loetta and 290 area. Uh, on the 16th is the Corvette uh, show at Town Green Park in the Woodlands. You still haven't said if you're going to go to that, Don. That's a Sunday show on the 16th no. up in the Woodlands. No. Well, too bad. Uh, the Mustang Club Open Fall Car Show at Planet Ford is next weekend. Uh, the ASCO Third Annual Car Show benefiting Camp Hope uh, is going to be at ASCO Equipment, which is at 980 North Sam Houston Parkway. Uh, on October 23rd is the Shitbox Cruisers Meet and Greet. In Port Neches Park. Sure I had, what did you say? Sure I didn't type is. that. No, I did. Beep. And that is the, that is the name of Look it. Look at you it, turning red. And Beep. it's in Port Neches <laughs> Park. It's over in his <laughs> part. It's, it's Port Neches. Not Neches. Neches. Theoretically, it's in his neighborhood. So also October 22nd <laughs> is the Harvest Festival Car Show uh, and Holiday Market. And that's at the New Territory Sports Fields. Uh, the Katy Theater Fall Car Show is the 22nd. All proceeds go to the Katy High School Theater. Uh, on the 29th is Guitars and Cars and Wings Over Houston down at Ellington <laughs> oh, yeah. Field. Uh, Cy Woods High School FFA Car Show uh, is going to be on October 30th. Wonder how wonder how much airtime they're going to get over there at the uh, Blank Box Car Show in Port Natchez Grove. It is Natchez Grove. Port Natchez no, is a town, and there's Groves an is another town. We need to send. And then, and then there's so big, the high school is PNG, Port Natchez Groves, okay. but they are two different towns. Well, we guess just, what? I'm not going. We <laughs> need to send uh, Pujolodi out there for a live spot. Out there. Yeah, uh-huh. I can see that. That uh, Reporting live from the... Okay. Uh, time now for this hour's car review. We had a chance to drive the 2022 <laughs> Lexus LC500H. This is probably the prettiest car that I've driven in quite it some nice. time. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was nice. It was orange. Yeah, it was a nice color. Oh, gosh, it was good looking. Anyway, uh, it's the LC500H hybrid. Uh, there's only one trim level available, and that's the LC500H. Hmm. Uh it comes with packages that are available that you can get on it. Oh. Uh, and the packages include the touring, sport, and then the dynamic handling. I don't know which one I had because it didn't have, have a Monroney with yeah, it. I figures. There's no window sticker for But me knowing to go you, by. it was whatever the most expensive package was. Probably. It's a luxury sport coupe, but it does seat. Well, let me put it this way. It has four seats in it. Okay, there's two in the back. You got to love short people. Up I front. would love to see you try to get back in the back <laughs> Ain't seat. Ain't happening. Yeah, I mean there you have is to chop abs- me in little pieces and load me one at a time. I don't even think a thigh would fit back there. Oh boy, just saying. Exterior so changes from last model year none. Uh, exterior. It, this is it, oversized spindle grill. Sexy. That actually fits. The stunning front fascia. And I have never been a fan of that spindle grill. But on this car, oh my gosh, does does it work? Yes. Big time. Brake duct openings ahead of the rear wheel Mm -hmm. uh, openings. Rear haunches appear oversized by design because what they've done is they've taken the greenhouse, the, the, the cabin, and shrunk it down in the back. Squeezed it in. Squeezed it in so it's... Got fenders in the back, if you want to call it that. (laughs) Haunches. Big dual exhaust tips, built-in spoiler, 
uh, slashy taillights and license plate cove. That's what makes up the back end of the car. What I liked about it, that carbon fiber roof panel that's unpainted. It was sexy. Woo! What could use improvement? Nothing. This thing is rolling sex. I wrote that right there. Oh, boy. Interior highlights, edgy dash with a suede interior and seat inserts. Uh, done in orange leather, it, you would say, oh, that is just too gaudy. <laughs> this thing, it is not gaudy. It is, whoo. Did you open the hood? I did. Is that beautiful? That the jewelry of the yep. upper strut mounts, you know, typically in a car, they're just kind of these nuts Stamped and bolts. out. Uh-huh. These, are, these are forged pieces of aluminum that are, abs- painted. are absolutely stunning mm. artwork. Yep. And the engine cover and uh, it, it, this, everything about this car is truly Sexy. well put together. This is what we would call a halo car for Lexus. And I'm telling you, it deserves that title. Cargo room, very small. Who cares about that? What mm-hmm. I liked about it, the design gets a 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd say the design gets a 15. It what could use pretty. improvement? The finger touchpad control for the infotainment screen. <laughs> Here we go. That <laughs> is going away. Yeah. They're they're starting to get that out, uh, move move out out of, away from that because everybody hates it. Three point four liter V six, with two motor generators and a lithium ion battery pack that uh, creates three hundred and fifty four horsepower. Wow, CVT transmission payload capacity one thousand pounds. Uh, as far as miles per gallon rating, that's. 29, I got 29.9 over 474.8 miles. Uh, what I liked about it, mileage and throttle response. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it does it, have a start-stop feature, <clears throat> but you really, it's not intrusive. You know it, it's happening, but it doesn't really affect the way the car gets away from the stoplight. Uh, what could use improvement? Weight. It weighs 4,420 pounds. Right. Well, heavy. that's, the, that's, that's the hybrid piece of it, yeah. the battery yeah. pack. But the car itself is heavy because I looked at, and don't ask me to repeat it, but it's about 4,000 pounds in the normally aspirated version of the V8. Oh, is it? That, okay. that's, that's an option on that car. Base trim price, uh, $100,225 dollars. Base model price, you can get in one for ninety nine one fifty, just under a hundred. Yeah, um, competitors BMW M eight for one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, Porsche nine eleven for one hundred and one thousand two hundred dollars, and the Corvette. That's right. Is seventy two thousand, but it's only a two seat and it's not a hybrid. Hmm. But I had to put it in there uh, because it's a badass car. Yeah. And they're getting uh, over sticker for Corvettes. Anyway. The wife, the girlfriend, your mate would look real good in this and would greatly appreciate it under the Christmas tree. Or, you, or have, all three of them, right? Have, you walked, have you walked around it that the right rear taillight's cracked? <laughs> it's so full of it. All right. Hey, the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show streams on the iHeartRadio app, Facebook, YouTube, and InWheelTime.com. 30-minute podcasts are available from your favorite podcast provider. In Wheel Time Car Talk Show continues right after this. Quick break. Starting to work on your Christmas calendar? Be sure to add the next Teal Pipes and Tacos cruise in Saturday, December 17th. 
You'll want to attend Tailpipes and Tacos Christmas Edition at the Loopy Tortilla in Katy, 8 to 11 a.m. It's the only place cruisers compete for Loopy's Chili Pepper trophies and other prizes. There's no charge to enter your vehicle for Best Hot Rod, Best Classic, or Best Modern Classic. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's coolest and most unique cruise-in and is your opportunity to see the best hot rods, show cars, classics, and resto mods and get Loopy Tortilla breakfast tacos with adult beverages. There's no entry fee and cars will automatically compete for those much sought-after custom Loopy trophies and other prizes. It happens at the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10. It's the Tailpipes and Tacos Christmas Edition, Saturday, December 17th. The in-wheel time car talk show will be there too. Celebrate the Christmas season with friends and family at Tailpipes and Tacos. Saturday morning, December 17th, 8 to 11. We'll see you then, weather permitting. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is having a car social. Saturday, October 15th, 9 to noon. It's a cruise-in like no other. Expect Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Porsches, Corvettes, and Shelby Mustangs. Get social at this first-ever event. You'll also see Gulf Coast Auto Shield's private workshop. Questions are welcomed. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is easy to get to at 11275 South Sam Houston Tollway near West Airport Boulevard, just south of the Southwest Freeway. Car Social takes place Saturday, October 15th, 9 to noon. Tell your friends, bring your car, and enjoy this rare opportunity to see Houston's finest rides. You'll also learn about nano ceramic coatings, ExoShield for your windshield, and Expel window tent, among others. The In Wheel Time Car Talk Show will be there too. Join us for Car Social at Gulf Coast Auto Shield Saturday, October 15th, 9 to noon at 11275 South Sam Houston Tollway, just south of the Southwest Freeway. Visit GCAutoShield.com to see the show fly and all the details. The In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show is now part of the iHeart family. Now you'll have access to 24-7 Car Talk anytime you need a fix. Just download the iHeartRadio app and ask for In-Wheel Time Car Talk, and there we are. Be sure to save us in your iHeart library for instant access. No matter where you are, you have the best Car Talk Show right on your PC, laptop, or mobile device and never have to worry about finding us again. Of course, you can always get access to our video and audio streams via InWheelTime.com and your favorite podcast channel, and all of this is free to you. From the iHeartRadio app, you'll not only hear our Saturday morning live show, but the best shows of the past, updated weekly. Never miss a minute of up-to-date new car reviews, pre-owned reviews, Conrad's Car Clinic, informative interviews, automotive news, and the most fun car talk show on the planet. Just download the iHeartRadio app, search for In Wheel Time Car Talk, save it to your library, and with a tap of the icon, you'll be in touch with your favorite car talk team. In Wheel Time Car Talk, streaming now on iHeart.com slash In Wheel Time Car Talk. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.